Welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Merrimack College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. This episode of the Restless Hearts Podcast includes the proclamation of the Gospel and my homily for the sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time on February 13, 2022. You can view that full liturgy of the word for this Sunday under daily readings at usccb.org. My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus came down with the twelve and stood on a stretch of level ground with a great crowd of his disciples and a large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon. And raising his eyes toward his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you and insult you, and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven, for their ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Cursing and blessing, blessings and woes. Jeremiah speaks to us with the word of God and tells us that we are cursed if we trust in human beings, if we trust in ourselves, if we're going to rely on our own abilities, our own power, our own creativity, our own imagination, our own energy and strength. We will come up empty over and over and over again. But if instead we trust in the Lord, we will receive blessings in abundance. And those blessings, Jeremiah tells us, don't come down from on high on top of us. They came up, they come up from the ground. We sink our roots into God's love deeper and deeper and drink from the streams of grace and goodness and allow God to be the one who is our energy and our strength. Allow God to be the one who does the dreaming for us, who sets our goals, who calls us to God's version of the best of ourselves rather than calling ourselves to that. But then Jesus comes along and might turn over a few apple carts as he changes 
what blessings might look like and changes what woes might look like. It's exactly the opposite of what most of us most of the time are used to wishing for, wanting for, longing for, working for, striving for. After all, who doesn't want to be healthy rather than sick? Who doesn't want to have the security of having enough rather than not knowing where your next meal is going to come from? Who doesn't want others to think well of us? To want us around, to include us and embrace us, affirm us, even respect, admire, and love us. These are the things that look, sound, feel, and taste like blessings. Without them, life is hard. With them, life is so much easier. And yet, they are included in Jesus' homily as the woes. And they're opposites, the blessings. You're not blessed when you're wealthy. You're blessed if you're poor. You're not blessed if you're filled. You're blessed if you're hungry. You're not blessed if you're popular and loved. You're blessed if people find you a little strange and off and not necessarily acceptable to the normal things of, of the world. A strange concept. Because after all, we are going to put our energy into finding those things that Jesus calls woes a lot more than we're going to put our energy into finding those things that Jesus calls blessings. We will work hard. And of course, the woes, the blessings, or the blessings that we think that Jesus says are woes are not necessarily owed to us. We get them some strange combination of luck and opportunities that not everybody gets. Maybe some hard work, some dedication, some stick to and perseverance, focused on achieving what we set out to do, developing the skills and abilities to do it. But actually, lots of it's just pure luck. And yet Jesus suggests that maybe we might not need to be spending as much energy as we spend, much time and attention and money and effort seeking for blessings, which may not be blessings at all. How hard we work to ensure that we're going to have enough how much attention we pay to make sure that we're going to be healthy and whole, and how important it might be to us that we're accepted, that we belong, that others consider us worthy of having, them, having us in their life. But the thing is, all of those things, health, wealth, belonging and popularity don't last. They are for now. 
not forever. They are for this world and this life, not for eternity. They are, for, they are temporary blessings, no matter how abundant they might be. And because they are temporary, if therefore they get all of our attention, we just might be looking in the wrong places and working in the wrong directions to experience God's blessings. St. Paul told us, told us in the second reading that if, in, if our faith in Christ is for this world only, we are the most pitiable of people because we are squandering opportunity, squandering the chance to receive abundances that we aren't even thinking about. Is there something better than health in this world? Safety and security that comes with enough to survive and thrive and prosper. The enjoyment of cordial, caring, and fun relationships. Not that those things are bad. They are, they are very good. They are just not all there is. And if they get all of our attention and our focus, we may enjoy them in abundance, but only here, only now, and not forever. And so Jeremiah and Jesus and Paul invite us to take stock of what we think are blessings and what we think are curses what we think will make us truly happy and what we're trying to avoid at all costs. And pay attention to whether any of it is what is really in store for us in terms of the blessings that our God wishes to bestow upon us by calling us into a loving relationship with God forever and not just here and now calling us to experience a hunger and thirst for so much more than anything this world can give us. A desire not to cling and keep to what matters to us now, but a willingness to let it go, even with weeping and mourning, knowing that so much more waits for us than we can ask or imagine. Blessings, curses, woes, and blessings. We might have a hard time distinguishing between them. But I think more than anything else, the word of God today is inviting us to know that whatever we experience in the here and now, in this moment, in this life, is not all that we will experience forever. And to allow God's blessings to come into us, we might just need to cling a little less tightly to those things that we so easily call our blessings. <laughs>